Are you ready for this one? Indie Music Live, episode 135. Yeah. I've been waiting all day to say that because we had a makeup episode last night, if you will, and I almost called it 135 just because I wanted it to rhyme because I am that cool. What's up, everybody? I'm JoJo Keys. Uh, Indie Music Live, episode 135. Sitting here with David Why Werba. <laughs> why? Why, Werba? Why? Why are you here? David, you need a haircut. <laughs> No, man, I just got it, man. I'm feeling sharp. But we got some awesome music, man. Like, two shows in a row, I think I really like every tune. Oh, that's different. Yeah, I really like all the music tonight. Uh, yeah. We got P the Politician, the Master, Stephen A. Smith's younger cousin. <laughs> you know what? Tonight is going to be a hell of a show because JoJo forgot your damn name already. So <laughs> let's get into it. I can't Wait. No, I didn't forget it. I just couldn't think of a funny name for once. I don't know. And I wanted it to rhyme and Werba, and I couldn't switch that around at all. So check out my freestyles later. Um, why? All right. So, yeah, I'll just lead us into this next little section here. We got back to back, you know, video slash music. We're working with the MA.live team, and we got a little video to play. And after that, we're going to play uh, Jeremy Parsons' tune is an awesome tune so rob if you are ready let's hit this man back to back power right hey we're here to tell you more about emanate if you think you're an audio creative this is a pretty big deal for you what is emanate well it's a platform for professional music making a set of tools an ecosystem we're building a community that offers artists a whole lot more, including instant payments, smart collaborations, and complete transparency. So why are you waiting? Jump over to emanate.live, sign up and register, and be a part of the new music economy. Much that's been untouched 
Burn This House Down by Jeremy Parsons, a man who makes it cool to be an arsonist. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of wondering about that. Like, what's going on with that video? Is he going to burn his house down? Oh, no, no, joke. Just joking. Yeah. I, I don't want to get, you know, bombarded on Twitter or something. Talks about time her underwear out and stuff. I don't know. It's kind of weird. No, but I've got so much to say about this one. All right. All right. I will go to you next, man. Let me just say some quick words. I mean, he's... Uh, like Joe and I have said 10 zillion times, it's not our, our our main genre that we listen to privately. But this is really nice. This is really smooth, well-produced, great mix. Really unique voice this guy has. He, ha- he has this really tight vibrato that it's it's not something you can train and practice to get. I, I don't think. I, th- I think it's just something you're born with as a singer. Reminded me of Daughtry, who, who's, yeah. who's a rock artist. And I think... One of the main reasons that he reached uh, such great fame was because of that that tight vibrato voice. So I'm listening to Jeremy. I'm like, man, you got the, it's such a really unique sound, man. I think that's I think that's going to be a a big thing for him in his career. I think that's going to attract a lot of people because it's unique. But according to P, he's got something to say here. P, did so. you just do a keg stand or something? What was that? <laughs> Well, I, I I'm listening to Dave and um Dave, man, you, you brought up some really good points. You know, his his as voice. usual. Yeah, yeah, you're the man, you know. Um for me though, you yeah, know, it, it's, it's a bit outside of my genre. I don't really listen to very much country, but when I do, uh I believe that Jeremy Parson fits right in the pocket of contemporary country. And I think what's happened in the country genre music is what's happening in every genre. You have the young pitted against the old. So country music fans who are a lot older, they might might be a little upset with the, the contemporary country that's coming out. I, I just see that in a lot of genres. Um, but for what's out and, and what's happening right now, you know, I'm, I'm not mad at it. Um, but I am going to give him a suggestion. This is what I give, the same suggestion I give all the rap music that I get sent. Um, stop making yourself accessories in your music, man. If you're going to burn the house down, what happens when the house actually burns down? They're coming straight to Jeremy Parsons. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, yeah, I was kind of thinking that, too. It's like, yeah. is this like a manifesto or something? <laughs> He's like, you know, I'm going to throw our shit out and I'm going to have to burn this house down, basically, because she's. Uh... <laughs> so, all right, cool. So we got Brent Roach here as featured artist. We'll be talking to him in just a few minutes. Um, I saw a black pirate Marty Mac fly from the Black Pirates hanging out. Juan Cabrera from Cabrera. Puerto Rico is hanging Shout, out. Shouts out to my man, uh, Marty, from Black Pirates. They came out to Charleston, South Carolina last year for the Independence Own Awards, and they are awesome. Um, yeah. You guys got to send music to this platform as well. Oh, they have. Okay, we, cool. We, we reviewed them recently. I've actually got them on a short list to uh, approach about featured artists. <clears throat> hint, hint. So anyway, I've been thinking about it. I just haven't, I haven't got around to contacting people. Um, so another review that just got released on the website. This is Grant Duncan coming up next. He is a, a London dude based in Tokyo, and he's making some pretty interesting music. So check it out. Let us know what you think in the comments. Please share this video out and let us know that you're here and say hello. Grant Duncan won't be leaving town. Hit it, Rob.
Indie Music Live episode 135. Boy, I love saying that. Um, yeah. Don't interrupt me, Dave. Anyway. Right. <laughs> Dave. I promise I, I won't. Look who came in. Dave's here with Be the Politician. Hey, guys. Good to see you here. Hey, hey. Um, Grant Duncan won't be leaving town. We just recently put out the review for him. Speaking of reviews, we're still running behind. We're working real hard to catch up with them. Finishing up, I, I don't want to say this, but we're finishing up June reviews and July reviews are gonna we're gonna shit them out so fast you won't even know what hit you. So anyway, <laughs> although it'll be like you know form shit, it won't be like liquid shit that we didn't really try. Hard. Abort, Joe, abort. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, P. Yo, Dave, if you ever find me stumbling like that, it's good to know that you love me enough to say yeah, abort. Just please. abort, man. Oh, I wasn't stumbling. I just <laughs> Hold your head talking. high and abort. I mean, that, just move on. There's no stumbling about that. I just like talking about poop. Hey, yeah, uh, that's all right, true. All right. Yeah. All right. So for, for, for me, right, um, shout out to Chuck FM. Um, I'm out in Charleston, South Carolina. Chuck FM is my favorite station to listen to. Why? Because they'll play Millie Vanilli, then they'll play Aerosmith, then they'll play Madonna. They let me relive the mid to uh, 80s to the about mid 90s. They'll play some MC Hammer. And this song right here should be on Chuck FM. Um, it, I, I just love the fact that it's so retro. You know what I mean? And at the same time, it still has a modern day twist. So it's almost like it's in an alternative reality if we were still stuck in the early 90s, late 80s. You know what I mean? But we're in 2018. So I I, I enjoyed that one quite a bit. Part I of do that, hear it. Sorry, oh, is because I just wanted to mention he's ba he's a an England, a you know, an Englander or British guy. Um, and he's living in Tokyo. So he's playing with a lot of like Japanese musicians as well, I think, which kind of may influence that sound. Because, you know, Japanese people are a little... A little like eighties. That that's that's a hell of a combination, man. You, he's from where and he's living in, in in Japan. Yeah, he's like from London and he's living in in Tokyo with his wife and his kid. Oh wow, real interesting. His Facebook posts are pretty cool. So sorry, Dave. Go ahead. No, I, I I have some friends that actually did that. Some musician friends. They moved to Tokyo and they were just just had this long successful career. Yeah. They they just the the folks out there just ate up their uh, their music and they were playing covers and original. It was just yeah. I mean you you can make it out there if uh, if you want to just change your environment drastically. But anyway, yeah, P. I, I'm going farther back, man. I'm starting with '60s and '70s, the Beatles and the Monkeys. Mm. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm hearing them in this sound and all of the offshoots of that sound that led into the 80s yeah and later in the 90s and everything but um blue oyster cult there's another one like fear the reaper that there was kind of a similar sound uh in the composition here but underneath all of that this was just a really catchy song man like just in and of itself regardless of the influences and i was feeling it man uh, it, like even the video was kind of almost made in a retro style, I, I'm guessing that was on purpose. It, it seemed like it was from 20 or 30 years ago. <laughs> Just a little scratchy, a little blurry and everything. But this is good stuff, man. I, I, I dug it big time. All right. Well, yeah. that, that awkward moment great. of silence, man. 
Hey man. Let's go to the let's go to the comments here. Joseph Burke says Japanese people are a little eighties. Noted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. Come on, uh, Marty Marty Lafaso from uh, um, Tart Vandalay is here uh, helping us out with some reviews on the website as well. Him and his lady friend Marlo Don is here. Juan keeps talking to us. He says they they weigh the way they dressed too. Yeah, so. Cool. All right. So everybody hanging out with us. Thanks for chilling. Share this video out. Please let us know uh, what you think of the music in the comments. We're going to bring in our featured artist now. So Rob, whenever you can get the shot set up. Um, Brent Roach was supposed to be here a couple weeks ago. He had a couple, some technical difficulties with the uh, Zoom room. So we uh, decided to have him back. So uh, Brent, how you doing, man? You're like uh, way up in the Arctic tonight, right? I am. I'm in northern Canada. And thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, cool, man. Good to have you here. So like I was telling you, this is sort of when I have you do the um, little elevator pitch of who you are and what, uh, you know, what your music, what you're doing with your music, you know, in about 20 or 30 seconds. And then uh, just talk briefly about the song Angel. We'll listen to that and then we'll come back and get deeper with Dave. Cool. Um, started uh, back up recording after uh, being out of the business since the 80s and um, started writing again in September and um Hooked up with some old musician friends and session players and um, captured a fantastic uh, vocalist, uh, Marcello Vieira. And we put together this project and um, the royalty checks are starting to come in. So uh, we're pretty happy. Oh, nice. That's cool. They actually make those still, huh? I got my first one, got my first one yesterday. I'm pretty <laughs> From 1998. So are you buy yourself a nice soda pop then? Or? Well, 1984. Um, <laughs> Boston, I don't think you can buy much. It's got my ASCAP check from the mid 80s. It's just yes. kicking in. I made my first record uh, 1980, 1984. I was 16, so you can do Very cool. Very cool. We have a cool sound. We we like the song Angel, so we're gonna go ahead and take a listen to that. Uh, everybody share this video. Out. Let uh, Brent know what you think in the comments, and uh, we'll be right back. An angel crying out my name I heard an angel and it sounded quite the same But the last time she spoke it was the last time she was here Saying daddy please don't go You know
sponsored by... So, Brent, you're from northern Canada where the water runs clear and there is work to be done. Yes. Is that correct? Absolutely. I've always wanted to say that. It was a joke from high school. Yeah, um, true. <laughs> man, all right. I got a bunch of questions for you here, man. Let's start with the giant gaps that are left in your bio here that I was reading earlier today. So... I mean, you're you're a full spectrum artist in in the sense that you're a you're a poet, yes. writer, songwriter, composer, Guitars. um, guitar player. So, this song that we just heard, you actually uh, composed it, and then you played the guitar, and then you had some session players uh, do some of the other instruments like drum, bass, and stuff. But I let let's start with just the background, man, because you. You got into music pretty early, and you started making some records in your teens. Um, and it, it says that you know you did it for Capitol Records and everything, and it, it didn't work out. But dude, that's 1980, man. Like we're almost 40 years later. We're like what? What happened in between all those years? And, yeah, I haven't changed my style. Um, I've been writing the same way. I've been playing the same way. Um, You've heard my uh, my music, and I haven't changed anything. And now I'm starting to get recognized, like 35 years later. Okay, so have you been writing all this time for the past 30 years? No, 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 no. Uh, a huge hiatus in the in the. A in huge hiatus. Okay, you don't. I mean, you don't have to say the hiatus unless you want to. Was it uh, just a? Yeah, um, I don't know. It's just time to come back, I guess. Uh, I, I figured there would be a. It was time to come back. You know, everything is a cycle, and I, I, I was just figuring that uh, my sound would, would hit home, now again. Well, I mean, in deconstructing deconstructing the sound that we just heard, mm -hmm. it it brings me back to that deck, the decade of the '80s, and you said that you were a rock promoter for Nazareth, Brian Adams, Bachman Turner Overdrive, so. There's some of those influences in your sound today, but I'm I'm feeling more Scorpion, some more like there's some like hair metal in the, in this sound, but it, it's evolved, of course. It's a little more modern and everything, but um, is that like doing your as a rock promoter was was the bulk of that time in the 80s and 90s, or you no. want to talk about that, or well, the rock promoting that would be in the last 10 years, I. Um... I started to bring in the big bands into my hometown and other towns, uh, bigger cities like, you know, Toronto and stuff. And, um, and that was great. You know, it's my passion. Music's my passion. And um, I just went bigger. I just got bigger. And that's how that all started up. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> fast forward to the recent past, which hmm. I'm sure this was like a, one of the seminal moments of your music career probably your life was meeting up with your vocalist because man this guy's got some pipes i mean the, this, this is just you hear this guy sing and uh I, I was blown away man i like i first heard this song a few weeks ago because we we you know the show got delayed and everything i'm like holy crap man talk about some range and that's what i'm thinking like scorpions because that that genre in the during the decade of the 80s a lot of those singers had this insane range, you know, like Sebastian Bach and, you know, all these guys that could just like belt it 
just and just knock people on their ass when when you listen to them. And uh, so, I guess talk about that. Talk about where, like you said, all of a sudden a friend sent Marcello over to your house six hours north of Toronto. Did he just like appear out of the forest or something? I mean. <laughs> Man of the wild, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it just, um, I had the songs and um, I was looking, uh, I had, I actually had a guy, um, you guys have heard of the band Helix? Blue, Helix or? Helix. Okay, Thank just you. Helix? Want, we will rock you, the Canadian Oh band. yeah, of course, of course. And um, one of my singers uh, back in the 80s when I had my band and stuff, uh, he ended up becoming the producer <laughs> of Helix and I said, once I had laid all the tracks down, I said, I, I, I got to get that right voice, you know, David? I need that voice, that hair metal voice. And I, and I was searching for it. And I said, I know the guy. And I called him up. I said, you'd be fantastic to sing this song. Just like you said, Skid Row type deal, the whole the whole nine yards. And he turned me down, but he said, I got a guy that you got you to gotta hook up with. And, it, and Marcello um, sent me a demo. And I go, holy crap this this guy's amazing and um we, we got a hold of each other we hit it off um angel was the first song and um we finished we started in september i i had everything completed for the song angel on december 11th and um my wife came home from work and i said you got to listen to this and i played it and uh, we both cried <laughs> amazing amazing just I mean, it, yeah, it's that type of talent to have that reaction. I, I, I understand that, man. He brought us yeah. to tears. And, and I, you know what, guys? If, if I never write another song, I never do anything in the music business ever again, that song is, it's with me forever. It's, um, I, yeah, it seems like it, it was a voice you've been searching for for 30 years. 30 some years. Yeah. You, know, you guys were talking about, you know, um, you know, um, if the Scorpions were on tour, I should be backing them up. And, and then Joe said, maybe they'll be backing me up. I've been doing the same stuff for 35 years, and I'm just getting the checks now. Yeah. I, it's crazy how the business works. I, it just blows me away. I'm 57 years old and playing rock star. In yeah, North so what? Canada, <laughs> so for, I mean, we always like to talk music business here too as well. Like where, what's the, where are the bulk of the checks coming from? Is it just radio play or what? Um, uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes, and I got a check yesterday from CD Baby. Oh, nice. For okay. my, my distributor, man. And um, on my Facebook, I'll open up my Facebook page every day and I got 30, 40, 50 fans every day. This has been going on since uh, the record came out in February. That's cool. Okay, so that's not that long ago. So what what's going through your head in terms of the future of this project? Like you have session players that recorded the album. So do you have a do you have a live band and a, do you want to tour with this? We all hold. Um, I originally put down all the tracks for the EP in my hometown with um, players that I grew up with here in my hometown. You know, I knew a bass player, I knew a drummer. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. And um, we basically, and then this, my session players, we, we all hold down um, full-time uh, real jobs. And um, unless Alan calls me and wants me to be- What, are you, what are you saying? Is that a no? 
You, you said you got this buzz going on, so you would not tour? Is that what you're saying? Well, money talks. <laughs> All right. You know, money talks. You know, if you want to, you want to, you want to set me up for a a crazy tour backing up uh, the Scorpions, and I uh, want to put some cash in my account. I'm good to go. Absolutely. Well, like dude, I, calls. I know, but I think that's a perfect. <laughs> honestly, that's a perfect fit because of this revive. I mean, the revival is not new. This isn't like the past year or anything. The mid '80s uh, hair metal revival probably started at least ten years ago. Probably maybe even fifteen, where where they they just started getting a lot of offers to tour again. I mean, it was maybe a tenth of the money from the mid '80s, but it was enough where they all started doing it again. So you're like the Brent Roach Project Angel. This type of sound is perfect as an opener, man, for these guys Thank you. because it's like this is you can hear the roots of that sound in your music and then the people the fans will be listening it's like oh cool this is the evolution of that sound but it's it's still there like that vocal range and some elements are still there and i think they would love it man i really I, I, do a huge contender absolutely i i my band and and what we're doing we're, we are yes absolutely contenders david um and I have already started approaching, you know, the huge labels, EMI, Capital, um, back to, you know, Universal Canada Records and stuff. Uh, I, I'm getting myself out there and um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the offers. All right, man. Well, when people start hitting you up on Twitter, make sure to let us know. But we have to move on for this show tonight. Brent, it was a pleasure talking. I want to shout out your website. BrentRoachProject.com. Just how it sounds, B-R-E-N-T, roachproject.com, right in the lower third. God, Rob's on the ball. But, Brent, uh, yeah, maybe we'll chat with you after, but uh, it was a pleasure chatting with you, man. Nice meeting y'all. Yeah, so the next tune we're going to play is Rebirthday by Lady Oshun. Just like that. We're going to hit that, Rob, right there. Bang! Right there. Tough everywhere, so much despair, jealousy and envy, trying to end me. Lord, defends me from my enemies. Keep on going, mind blowing. Inspiration, not temptation. Insecurities, they don't beat me. They say no, I say go.
Lady Oshun with Rebirthday. Awesome tune. Again, man, everything is awesome tonight. Back-to-back weeks. Um, R&B, hip-hop flavor here. I'm digging it big time. I think I'm going to go right to P, man. I know P, he's like, the pot is bubbling with comments over there. You can just see it in his eyebrows. (laughs) I would love to see how you see my eyebrows through these glasses, but that's okay, though, man. It's coming through, man. You know what? I'll tell you what. There we go. Oh, uh -oh. Uh uh-oh. He's taking them off. (laughs) Serious time. Nah, um, this one was really deep for me. Um, because number one, it sounds like she she grew up in the church, like the choir. That's that's what I immediately felt. And then let me flip it for you. Like the title of this one is called Rebirth Day, right? And if we take it to the Christianity realm, for me, and I don't know if anyone else caught this, it sounds like this was her... Uh, way of suddenly talking about being born again. You know what mm. I mean? Like born again Christian. That's what I caught from that. Uh, we we didn't get to hear the entire song, just just a snippet of it. But just taking the name, taking the way that she sounds, it sounds like yo, know, she really was trying to subtly praise the Lord. That's that's how I felt about that one. So and I'm, I'm not mad at it. I, I co-sign it. Joe Unless, thoughts? however, yeah, she's not talking about the Lord. <laughs> that, that's possible. <laughs> that's it's possible you could be dead wrong here. But... I could be dead wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe, any thoughts on this, man? Yeah, I mean, I was like, with Lamo Shoon. I was definitely expecting like an Irish lady, but... <laughs> like a Celtic song. Yeah, it's like okay, Miss Oshun. I mean, it it sounds a lot like you know Destiny's Child or something like that to me. Um, the song itself isn't necessarily super original uh, sounding, but her, she's got a really nice voice and strong, and I'd like to hear some other stuff from her. Cool, man. You got more tunes, right, man? You want to take right, it away? One more tonight. Um, this is not a world premiere, as our notes say. That's uh, in place <laughs> of what we did last night. <laughs> Although I do like the graphics on this on this one. This is called Back to the Hood by T-Double. Hit it, Rob. I had to get you back to the hood I know you miss my loving Know you miss my thugging We ended this for nothing You thought I was bluffing I had to get you back to the hood Had to get you back to the hood Now my phone be blowing I don't really answer She all in my DM Saying she a dancer Ask if we compatible I tell her I'm a cancer Yeah, bitch, I'm from Texas I put medicine in Fanta Cause my ex, bitch She was tripping on a nigga Found the exit Yeah, I went missing on that nigga Now I'm flexing Since then I've been getting figures But she do not know That's how I roll Pull up in foreigns With foreign ass hoes Do it again, bitch I've done this before you had me on my zone, and if these niggas want some smoke, I turn my location on. You switched up to the other side. I see you on the other side. See you on the dance floor. You've been wearing less and going out more. I had to get you back to the hood. Get you back to the hood. Back to the hood. I had to get you back to the hood. Oh, you miss my loving. No, you miss my thugging. We ended this for nothing. You thought I was bluffing. I had to get you back to the hood. 
Had to get you back to the hood. My old bitch hit my DM, like, hey, what you doing? Hit her right back, like I'm in these streets moving. Then said that she love me and she really won't prove it. Said she gotta see me cause she thinks she gon' lose it. Bitch, I ain't got time for that. You don't know how to act. The hook can't have you back. You and that ratchet ass, yeah. No upper echelon, nothing here left for you, girl. So what you really wanna do, girl? I know you miss the old. Dave shushing me. In the music live, episode 135. T Double, back to the hood. You know, I'm not a big fan of the auto tune thing on vocals, but this one's actually done pretty well. I thought um, the beat could be a little, a little more prominent. Um, but yeah, it's not really. It's like country music. This isn't what I listen to all the time, so I'm not really a, a huge like you know authority on it. Uh, but the auto tune thing, the you know the vocoder thing, I just I don't get into that really that much. That's just yeah. So. I mean, that's part of my lead, and it's like we're we're setting up a stage, man. We're setting up the bowling pins for P right here. The tension I is know palpable. That's popular stuff. Well, the tension is palpable, and people are rising to their feet right now. I mean, you can feel the energy because I'm just I'm teeing it up right here. It was a nice tune. I I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't have much commentary, but if P before you get into your you know, epilogue or whatever you want to call it here. The question is, like, is auto-tune, was it a fad? Was auto-tune a fad? Was it like a five-year fad where it's just dead now? Because it's it's fodder for jokes in pop culture. It's fodder for jokes on TV, movies. People make, like, they make fun of of the effect, not the artist, just the effect. The fact that you use the auto tune, it's like people laugh at it. So it has it, is it is it reached so, the full so, cycle so of its is, like technological story? And that that's it, man. You know, it's, it's it's two ways I could go with this. Okay, I could get real serious with you. You know, I could take Uh-oh. glasses off. I get real serious. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go both ways. I'm gonna get serious. Yeah, let's go both. And at the end of the day, when we talk about fads, right? What is a fad? That's something that everybody is doing. Everybody's doing. And then it has a short term. Exactly. Exactly. So with that being said, the challenge that I, I, I get sent songs that sound like this every three artists, right? So for those who may not know, I'm a program director at uh, CCG Network Radio and people are sending me music every day, all day, yep. right? And Every three songs, when it comes to uh, rap, hip hop, this is how it sounds. So I would like to point something out. Today is the 20 year anniversary of Lauren Hill's Education. That was the the last album that she dropped. And I remember how it felt when she dropped that album. And it sounding nothing like anything that was out at the time. You know what I mean? You had yeah. Jay running the charts. You had Cash Money running the charts. You had all these artists that were running the charts. And then Lauren Hill drops the miseducation of Lauren Hill. I remember. Yes. So that right there was a lesson in history that you don't have to sound exactly like every artist 
to be successful. And I think where artists are scared is they feel that they have to sound just like everybody else. So going back to your question, is it a fad? Hell yeah, it's a fad. Everybody doing it. You know what I'm saying? Hell yes, it's a fad. Now, I'm put my glasses back on. Uh oh. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about this for a moment, man. Yeah, we are. And I hope I don't offend anybody. But here's <laughs> how speak you know. freely. Here's how you know when it becomes a fad. When white folks start doing it. That's just hey, the truth, yo. man. <laughs> um, oh, uh-oh. Man, when, when white folks Rob, cut him off. Rob, cut him off. <laughs> that, dude, that's not new, though. I mean, like, white folks starting to do it. It's not like they just started doing it three months ago. Yeah. I mean, that that wasn't my point, the fact that it was in pop culture. You set yourself was, up for that. So you trying no, to set me up? You set yourself no, up. No, dude, no. That, was, that wasn't the setup at all, man. I'm just like oh, that's just on the board. That's how I see this <laughs> oh, no, effect, honestly, dude. Uh, it's not about yeah. race or culture yeah, it's, at it's, all. It's really not. At all, all jokes aside. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, I'll be honest with you. There are a lot of tunes that I enjoy that actually use the effect. You know what I'm saying? But when everybody starts to do it, somebody's got to break the mold and say, you know, enough is enough. Maybe here's the new trend. Let me try something different. Right, Pete. So what I've noticed is that over the past, I don't know, maybe two, three years is that the use of this effect has become more and more subtle. Mm. It's just it's just very like you can just barely kind of hear the effect of it in the song. I mean, I I know, Joe, and you said that, Joe. But so with this tune now, it's like we almost went back three years where there's like it's a really high. Yeah, there's a high usage of it. And and this is. A type of song that we would hear right at the beginning when you know Kanye West started using it, it was like, mm. oh whoa, you know, it's well, like let's, okay, let's go back yeah. even before Kanye. Let's talk about T Pain or where T Pain got it from. Um, in the eighties, I can't remember his name. He used to actually use it instead of using a DAW, he would actually blow on his keyboard while he's playing his keyboard and use it. Charlie, uh, Charlie Wilson, I believe it was. Charlie Wilson is the inventor of auto-tunes before auto-tunes was an app that you could use on your DAW. Okay. So there it is. Okay, so I I guess to... No, one last thing, Joe. With all that said... (laughs) With with all that said... With all that said, I mean, we made the point that that there is some overusage and it could be a joke and everything. So at the end of the day... With this song, P, well, like, what's what's the conclusion? Is it um, the is conclusion it... is that this particular artist needs to stop being scared to be himself. Come out with some music that is going to be dynamic. Come out with something that's going to stand out because, um, and this, not just to this artist, to all artists. What are you doing that stands out in the crowd? You know what I mean? If if you are one of a million artists that all sound the same, what differentiates you that's going to grab my attention and make me want to purchase? As a consumer, I don't want to hear more of the same. I want to hear something that stands out, something that's original, and something that moves me. You know what I mean? Well said. Joe, sorry. Back to you, brother. <laughs> I'm afraid to talk now. <laughs> all right. So let's wrap it up. We're a little few minutes over, but that's all right. So uh, 
I don't even know what I was going to say. You caught me off guard. We're always here Tuesday nights, that's for sure. This is episode 135. We were here last night as well on a makeup lesson, or makeup lesson. I'm thinking about work. Makeup uh, makeup uh, episode. But we're normally on Tuesday nights. Brent Roach was here tonight. P the Politician was here tonight. Rob Hicks from Hicks Video always making us look really, really nice and bright and fluffy and, and hot. Sexy and... Um, anyway, uh, can, can I just say hello to uh, Tiafilo Sebastian? Shouts out to Gloria Tyler. She's sharing the uh, sharing the show. Radine Cordova in the building. Champ Champ is in the building. Karen Bond is in the building, man. So I just mm. want to say peace to everybody who's tuned in and is showing us love. We appreciate it. Can I answer your question? Yes. No, you can't shout out anybody. Oh, man. <laughs> My bad. Oh. Darn. All right, can I get a redo? Can I get a redo? What? No, I'm I'm, I'm playing with you. I love having you here. You know that. That's why you're here so much. (laughs) Indeed, indeed. Um, All right, so let's uh, everybody have a great night. Happy sleeping. Peace. Peace. Cancer, tough everywhere. So much despair, jealousy and envy, trying to end me. Lord defends me from my enemies. Keep on going. Temptation, insecurities, they don't beat me. They say no, I say go.